Hi friends, my name is Aubrey Weiser. I have a new life in Christ and I am in recovery from anxiety, control, and fear of man. Hi. I grew up in the great state of Oklahoma as the youngest of four to what most would consider a good family on the outside looking in. I had parents that took care of me and siblings that I could look up to, but under the surface, we were broken. Years of living in fear of man towards my family led to broken relationships and harm done to me and by me. It felt like in every moment of growing up, I had to uphold the expectation of being a good Christian girl, even when my family was unraveling behind closed doors. At a young age, I was exposed to pornography and masturbation, and the secret and the shame that came with it began to control my life. It kept me from growing closer to the people around me because I was worried about how they would perceive me. It also kept me distant from God. I thought, how could he want someone whose sin was as bad as mine? Every time I was tempted, he was giving me a choice to turn to him for healing, and every time I would choose my flesh over freedom. Slowly, my sin became less of a choice I made and more like something I needed in order to function. I became a slave to my sin, and that led to an ideation of control. I wanted so badly to feel in control of my life that I ended up developing an even deeper dependence on the things that I was enslaved to. I lived in constant anxiety, fearful of what people would think of me if they knew the choices I was making. Fearing that rejection, I chose to keep my sin hidden from everyone around me. I coasted through high school and was baptized when I turned 18. I believed that that was expected for a good Christian girl to do, but I did not have a true understanding of the depth of the gospel and what that meant for me. I kept trying to rely on my own strength to fight my sin, and every time I thought I would be doing okay, I would sink even further because I had no firm foundation to stand on. That pattern continued through to college, and when in my freshman year I was raped, I blamed myself and fully believed the lie that I was alone in my pain and that no one would want to be around me, not even God. I ultimately turned even further from God and isolated amidst the feelings of anger and a deep mourning of the life I was missing because of the choices I'd made. It wasn't until after graduating college that my heart started to soften and I began to see God working in my life. After quitting my job two weeks before COVID shut down, or COVID shut everything down, and being passed on interview after interview, I ended up taking a new job in Dallas and moving here in August of 2020. Looking back, it was only by God's providence and a family member that never stopped running after me, Haley, you're the realist for that, oh gosh, I looked at her, <laughs> that I found my way into Watermark stores for the first time on a Monday night. At the time, I had no idea what Watermark was, and especially had no idea what regeneration was or how God would end up using it to transform my life. That first night, I came face to face with the knowledge that I had a wrong understanding of the gospel and that I was not actually in control of the sin that was controlling me. I remember hearing as women shared their struggles on stage boldly without fear of condemnation. I wanted to be as free as them. The weeks I attended grad work, were pivotal for me to understand the ways in which I was powerless to my own sin. In week four, I specifically prayed that God would reveal his goodness to me so that I might have a true faith and belief in him for the first time in my life. The first day I met my step group, 
I was moved to share with them my addiction to pornography and masturbation that I had been willing to take to the grave. And instead of being rejected for what I considered to be an unforgivable sin, I was met with grace, love, and understanding beyond anything I had ever experienced before. <sighs> Through step one, admit, I felt the truth of what God had been whispering to me all of my life, that although I am powerless to my sin, he has the power to transform my life in radical ways. Romans 7.18 states that for I know that nothing good dwells within me that is in my flesh, for I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. I had once again been faced with the choice to follow him or follow the path that led to an empty charade of what the life I thought I wanted was. In steps two and three, believe and trust, I realized that I, in fact, did not believe or trust in Jesus. And one night, the gospel was finally revealed to me through the Holy Spirit in such a way that led me to ball my entire way home from region and end up surrendering my life completely to him on the Dallas North Tollway, uh, halfway between Watermark and home. I don't recommend that, but it's fine. Um, I truly understood that though nothing good may dwell in me, God still loved me so much that he sent his son to die on a cross for me, as sinful and undeserving that I may be, and that all I had to do was accept his free gift of salvation. In step five, I was able to confess my entire inventory with women who prayed over me and loved me through my many tears. In step 11, I realized that I had never had an intimate relationship with God and started to grasp what it looked like to walk in deep spiritual dependence on God every day. Since commencing from region, I have realized that I still make choices that could cause me to fall to my sinful flesh, but God pulls me out of that narrative every time and reminds me that I have the spirit within me to strengthen me. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. I now know that there is nothing that I can do to separate me from God, so I can trust that he will be with me in every moment. There are times that I have trouble fully submitting to God's will over my own, and that struggle for control is something I get to choose to lay at his feet every day. Because of that, I have been faithfully sober from my addiction to pornography and masturbation since February of this year. Even when I am tempted to fall to my flesh, I am reminded by the word of God and the Holy Spirit within me that I serve a God that is greater than any earthly pleasure that this broken world could give me. When I accept that submission, I am able to rest in the reminder that I am fully known and loved by God. I also no longer sit in isolation and anxiety because I'm surrounded by a community of people that encourage me to learn more about my relationship with God and remind me of the hope that is found in Jesus. He has given me purpose to walk through life sharing with others the comfort he has shown me. 2 Corinthians 1, three through five says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. 
I am able to serve as a groundwork leader with Region, not from my own strength, but from the firm foundation that comes from Christ Jesus. My life is not anywhere near perfect or where I thought I would be, but I am able to confidently say, I trust that God's plan for me and my life is greater than anything I could ever imagine. If this is your first time or hundredth time here, welcome. It is my earnest prayer for you to walk away with the confidence to confess your last 2%. Jesus meets you where you are because it is in that imperfect mess, his perfectness is magnified. My name is Aubrey Pfizer. I have a new life in Christ. I'm in recovery from anxiety, control, and fear of man, and to God be all the glory.